Welcome to the Crib Podcast. We got a great show, people. Let's get to it. really great uh vacation pics um on instagram and such so that's really good it's good that everybody's getting back out there um just want to give a special shout out to the youtube channel are you having that uh really <laughs> these guys are hilarious they're straight from ireland and they've been a, such a great supporter of the podcast uh supporting supporters so it's really good to see that in the youtube community so a special shout out to uh leather levi and the brew crew Thank you guys so much. We got a sponsor, and it's Ashby Creative Studio. Ashby Creative Studio specializes in graphic design and digital marketing. They make bold, energetic branding for small businesses that want to level up. Visit them at ashby.ca. That's A-S-H-B-I.ca. And to see some of their projects and to learn more. Uh, and uh, we're going to be looking to them for our branding in regards to uh, podcasts as well. Um, we're going to, on the you know, website, there's a merch store. So I'm going to be looking to do that in the future. And uh, Ashby is going to help us with that. So ashby.ca, check them out. Okay, so my guest. <laughs> my guest has been through a miscarriage and uh, deals with mental illness. On the Crib Podcast is Trisha Carter. Yeah, we were just laughing about how fake. (laughs) (laughs) One day I'm going to have like a studio audience, (laughs) but all it is is like a button. (laughs) So sad, so sad. How you doing? I'm good. Yeah? Yeah. How long have we known each other? We've known each other for a very long time. Very long time. I, I, ever since I've known you, you've always been there, so. Yep. <laughs> yep. Same. Yep. Yeah, that's right. This person's known me all my life, so if you want to throw in some insights as to. <laughs> Podcast is not long enough. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We don't do long format, and I'm so glad we don't do long format, especially now. Because <laughs> you have a lot of stories <laughs> that I don't want y'all to know about. So, yeah, I appreciate that and everything. So, tell tell us your experience um, when you had a miscarriage. Okay. So, it was my first. Uh, it was due March of 2003, and I lost my baby at 12 weeks. And um, what had happened was is that I had gone in for my 12-week uh, heartbeat test, and I was told at the time that they couldn't find the heartbeat. So I lost the baby. Yeah. So my doctor told me, I specifically remember that she said to me, I want you to go home and I don't want you to tell anybody until you've processed it yourself. And I didn't process it, to be honest with you. Um, I felt lost. Um, my sister, my husband, and my mom were devastated, naturally. Um, 
but I just couldn't understand how I could be pregnant at one moment and then the next moment told that I lost the baby. Yeah. So it felt really surreal. And then feelings later were like, why me? Um, it was the tip of the anxiety and depression that would come later. And I remember doing some research and they were saying uh, there was a one in four statistic. A one in four women suffer a miscarriage. Really? And I was the fourth girl at work, at my workplace. There were four of us pregnant at the same time. Yeah. And I was one of the four that oh, lost. Oh, man. And it was, it was awkward because I remember them, they were, they were all so happy and that they were having their first baby. And then they'd look at me and they'd be like, I'm so sorry, I shouldn't be sharing any of this. And I was like, no, you have a right to be happy and share and, you know, to include me. I felt so blessed. But, yeah, I felt like I was a living statistic. So, um, and I, and I perceived that others viewed me as, you know, oh, poor Patricia, I feel so sorry for her. And, uh, I also felt like I was scared to try again. Would I have the same result? Would I be able to have another baby? Like what, it, what, I, what had I done that I had lost the baby? And there was, it's so common for women, um, unfortunately, um, that, you know, there's nothing that I could have done differently. There's nothing that could have stopped it. It just, it just happened. So when I was pregnant with Jillian, um, I remember that it was a fearful pregnancy because all that time, that whole nine months, I was, instead of being joyful, I had a lot of fear. So that kind of took away from um, my pregnancy with Jillian later on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Oh man, I'm you know I I've had friends that have gone through that as well, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean I'm not married, so I'm a single guy, so I just I have no reference mm-hmm. whatsoever. Like mm-hmm. I'm with you with you, and and I mean the only thing I'm like is like oh well I'm so sorry like yeah. you know yeah. so um like it's I can imagine that's so unimaginably hard. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? For sure. Um, and it is, it, it is more common these days mm-hmm. that that's happening. And mm-hmm. it's just, and uh, yeah, like, I don't even know why it's happening more commonly and everything. Like, have you given any idea or like, no, yeah, no, one, no, yeah, no nobody one really, knows. It nobody just really, does. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. man, that sucks. Yeah. Um, so how did your experience with your miscarriage lead to depression? I think when you suffer a loss like that or any loss, um, it certainly takes a toll on your mental state. Um, as I said, it was the, the tipping point for me with my anxiety. Um, you just start feeling down on yourself. You start feeling like there's something wrong with you. Like everybody else seems to be having the ability to have a child and what's wrong with you. And there must be something wrong with you that you can't, you know. And I think... Um, that was the start of with Jillian, I had really bad postpartum depression. Mm -hmm. So that definitely led to that. I mean, not, not to say that suffering a miscarriage is going to lead you in that direction, but it certainly was the start of it. Oh, wow. Wow. And so I guess the question is like, how do you deal with the depression? Like, I guess my Mm -hmm. usual question is, well, how did you overcome it? Mm -hmm. But I guess 
like, did you overcome it? Are you still dealing with it? I'm still dealing with it. I, um, I'm on medication and I also go to therapy. I go to therapy once a month and I've found a really great person that is, uh, has been with me for, for much of Jada's birth. So he's known me for a long time. So Jada's my second born. Um, yeah, it's just finding your right support system. Like my mom and my sister and my dad, they were they were awesome. You were awesome. I remember through my pregnancies and that, um, just were there for me and able to talk to me. And um, yeah, I, I think a sub- good support system is important. You know, I, speaking from somebody that like has no reference, mm-hmm. you think to yourself well, I mean, what can I do? And you think to yourself, I mean, I can't do anything, but, Mm -hmm. you know, for you saying, like, to a degree how much I helped, Mm -hmm. it makes me feel really good because, you know, when somebody that you love dearly is going through that, you feel absolutely powerless, especially if you don't have no point of reference Mm -hmm. to it, right? So I think, you know, and this is for you guys as well, too, like, I think, you know, even if you feel powerless to help somebody you love going through such a thing, I think that every bit, any bit that you can do means far more than you actually realize. Yeah, for sure. Would you agree with that? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Just being there. I mean, just knowing that you're a phone call away is important. Just knowing that you're not alone, that you're not alone with your thoughts and you're not alone with these feelings that you have, just knowing that you have um, a really good support behind you every step of the way, I mean, is is, is huge. Yeah. And uh, to be honest, I mean, it, it wasn't really that apparent to me about the depression, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I hit it. Yeah, right? And yeah. you hit it. There's you hit a it. stigma. Yeah, and you, yeah. and that's the thing. You, there's a lot, especially with depression, like it is, yeah, it's definitely like, you know, mm-hmm. you, you hit it, you hit it well mm-hmm. um, until you talked about it yeah. with me. Yeah. And I was like, uh, okay, like I had no idea. Mm-hmm. But, I'm, but I'll tell you this, and if anybody that's going through it, from the person like listening mm-hmm. and hearing it, mm-hmm. it means a lot. A lot to us to have you share that, you know, because then even if we like don't have any like a form of reference for ourselves, the fact that you're sharing it and you and you feel well, you feel comfortable enough to share it, yeah, and the fact that we can be there and we can say something that can be encouraging, yeah, then that means that means the world. It means the world to us. So, I mean, look, I mean, if you have a friend that's going through something, don't think, don't think to yourself, well, I have no reference of like what that person's going through. So I can't really say anything like, look, you know, just being there just by listening. Sometimes it's listening. You don't yeah, have to talk for sure. For sure. Like, have you had people that tried to talk or whatever? Or? Yeah. And it comes out worse. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, you know, you can try again. Well, yeah, I know I can try again, but this is the one, like, this was my first. This was my first. When you go and you have procedures done at the hospital or your doctors and they ask you, how many pregnancies have you had? And you're right back to where you were. Well, I lost one. 
Yeah. And it's been years. It's been like 2003. I lost one. Yeah. Yeah. So you're reminded. Yeah. Wow. Um, you know, the, the question I always ask is, you know, from your story, what can you share to help somebody that's going through it? But, and you, you had a bit of difficulty with that question. Yeah. But I think even just by talking right now, you yeah. even shared it. Like, yeah. So I'll ask again, because you've already shared it, but mm-hmm. you ask again. So for somebody that's going through something like that, like what, what would you recommend for them? I would tell them the first thing is that you're not alone, um, that it's more common than you think, and that people are just not talking about it. I remember when I was, uh, when I heard some of my friends going through it, and then I told them that I had gone through it. It's like, really? You did it too? Like, it happened to you as well. Like, can we talk? Nobody talks about it. Yeah. And I think that we need to talk about it and we need to be more supportive of people that, um, who are going through that. And not just miscarriage, uh, me- mental illness. I think really sincerely we should be talking more about it yeah. and not have the stigma or the mystery or, you know, surrounding it. I think we should be more supportive and, 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 and talk about it. Yeah. Cause you know, that is, and it is a stigma. It's been addressed in the news that there's been such a stigma in yeah. regards to sharing anything to do with mental illness. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I think, you know, we have, we have like so many people in our lives that suffer from it. Mm-hmm. And I think that, and like the stigma definitely needs to be gone. Yeah. Like, because that's the only way we're going to go through it. Like, there's a yeah. reason why family and close friendships are so important. Definitely. Definitely. It's, it, it's such an important component. Like, I mean, I've, I haven't uh, suffered to such an extreme, but there's been moments where I've been yeah. extremely low. Yeah. You've seen moments where yeah. I've been extremely low. Yeah, for sure. Like, there's been moments where I've, like, I have to come over... To see uh, yourself and Carl. Yeah. Yes. I remember. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, man. And it, it's a blessing to have you guys in my life because you yeah. guys set me straight. And, and, like, and, and the thing is that you guys didn't just throw in with, well, here's why I think you did. You guys sat and listened. Mm-hmm. And then it was only when I'm like, so what do you guys think? Mm-hmm. That's when you guys chimed in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So... You know, it's it's good to have that. And if you guys um, don't have that, then, you know, there could be somebody in your life that you may have not uh, looked, looked at. Am I saying it right? Looked yeah. at somebody to share that and everything. Yeah. But really think about, is there anybody in your life that, you know, you feel you can talk to? Um, there's programs out there as well, too. Yeah, so it doesn't. Out. Yeah. Definitely reach out. I've, I've done the. the um, the online, I've done the, not the online, but te- telephone, health phone, I've done that yeah. when I feel like um, that I'm in too intense for my loved ones. Then I've, I've done it once and I'm all, I'm all for reaching out for help. I'm all for it. There's yeah. nothing to be ashamed of. There's nothing to be ashamed of. If you, there's help out there, you just need to avail yourself of it. Yeah. Yeah, I think, and, and, and that's what those programs are there for. Yeah. And there are people that have gone through it. Mm-hmm. And, like, would you agree that, like, if you're speaking with somebody that's gone through it, yeah, 
Like, how helpful is that if you're speaking with somebody that's gone through it in comparison to somebody that's, like, more of a sympathetic ear? It's, it's definitely helpful. It's definitely, you get, you get, uh, you have that, oh, it's a me too moment, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's so helpful, like, and I think even if you don't suffer from it, like, in terms of intensity, um, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't. No. It doesn't. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> Mental illness and whatever spectrum is yeah. mental illness. Yeah, like, at the end of the day, yeah. Yeah, and it's it's needing help. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Let me tell you something. I knew you were nervous to share. I was, yeah. How do you feel now? I feel better. I do feel better. <laughs> you know what? I I really I really applaud you sharing. Thank you. You know? Because um, you're typically a very shy person. Yeah. When you said you're willing to do this podcast, I was... I was shocked, but yeah. I'm so glad, like, like, because, you know, I've, I've, we've known each other all our lives and, yeah. you know, and, yeah. and we've been there for each other for so long. Yeah. And, um, and I think, especially with everything you've gone through, I think, you know, it's, it's such a lesson. And for some reason, it's such a, it's like a, a quiet terrible moment Mm -hmm. that nobody really talks about Mm -hmm. like a miscarriage you know what i mean yeah and what it leads to yeah and that and that has to change you know yeah um so i mean so i mean i can't really speak to it myself Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but i think it's good to get you on to speak about it Mm -hmm. because i think i mean (laughs) the viewership of this podcast is not huge but if anybody, if you guys are watching this and you've gone through it yourself and you know if somebody else has gone through it and you know that they're suffering, I would say reach out to them, let them know that you've gone through it or going through it and kind of, you know, they need that love. You need that love. Yeah. So you need to like, you know, come together because, yeah. the, I mean, it's it'd be I, just from what you're telling me, it'd be, it's yeah. such a healing thing. Yeah. Yeah, as like, as a as a person like you know, I, I even me, I'm like I was like when I when I thought about talking about this, I wasn't uncomfortable. But then when I began talking about it and see how like kind of far removed from it, yeah, there was a little discomfort. But you know, I think from just you talking about it, mm-hmm. it made me far more comfortable mm-hmm. to like. Ask to, the questions. Yeah, ask the questions. Yeah, yeah. to ask the questions and yeah. such, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I really, I really appreciate that. You know what? You deserve like one of those. Like, <laughs> you know, look, look, Trisha. One day, one day when this thing, you know, actually gets some place that hurt, they, there'll be a real audience. <laughs> I'll bring you in for some real claps for you sharing your story. But until then, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I want to give a shout out to Women's College Hospital because they were amazing. I remember uh, when I went through my miscarriage, um, I had a DNC done, and that's if, typical. If you can't pass the child, you can't pass the baby, they'll pretty much um, take it from you. 
And I remember when I was being wheeled into surgery, uh, the whole team introduces themselves. I'm the anesthesiologist, I'm this, I'm this, I'm the person doing this. And then I had one person off to the side and she said, and I'm nurse so-and-so and I'm here to dry your tears. Wow. Yeah, because I was bawling my eyes out. I was crying all the way from the moment that I got there until I wheeled me into surgery. And mm. she was like, and I'm the person who's going to dry your tears. Wow. So they're, um, shout out to them. They're they're an amazing hospital. So, yeah. yeah. You know what? Give it. Give it a for you. My God. Well, thank you so much. You're welcome. For coming for coming on. Well, thank here. you for having me. Oh, you know what's so like? I feel kind of emotional because you're my sister. You're like my sister. Yeah, so for sure. It's kind of you know, but um, yeah, but yeah, uh, guys. I hope this uh, this has helped you, helped you out, um, and uh, you know, reach out to each other and be there for each other especially through terrible moments like that because we really, really, really need each other, okay? Um, yeah, well, uh, this has been the Crib Podcast. Uh, guys, thank you. Thank you so much for watching. Uh, like and subscribe. We're trying to... Uh, we have special interest stories, but we're trying to even get more stories like this. As we know, Trisha was nervous yes. to share hers, but yes. when she was able to share hers, she felt more comfortable. Yes. Um, if you have a story, uh, feel free to let me know. Um, I think uh, the Crib Podcast has, yeah, I think, I know the Crib Podcast has its own Instagram, the crib.podcast. Um, and so, or even you just reach out to me on Instagram. It's Greg underscore his love one. And uh, if you feel comfortable, if you feel comfortable doing it, Reach out to me, and uh, and then we'll get you on here. We'll make sure it's very comfortable. We what we do. I don't know if I mentioned this before, but what we do is really uh, um, the guest and myself. We formulate the questions. So these questions are not coming out of left field. We formulate the questions. What you're comfortable uh, asking. So so we try to make it a safe environment to share. Okay. So um, thank you. And uh, this has been the Crib Podcast, guys. Like. Comment and subscribe, and uh, we'll see you next time. Take it easy. Bye-bye.